Good morning, Rabotai. Question today is, do women have to hear Parashat Zachor? The Shabbat before Purim is called Parashat Zachor, Shabbat Zachor, because other than the regular Torah reading that we do every Shabbat, reading the parasha, we also take out a second Sefer Torah in order to read Parashat Amalek. Zachor et asher asalacha Amalek. We need to recall what Amalek did to the Jewish people when we were leaving Mitzrayim, when we, when we were in the Midbar. And the Chachamim say that the correct, the appropriate time to do this mitzvah is the Shabbat before Purim. On Purim, we are about to recall the terrible tzara that came upon Am Yisrael through Haman HaRasha. Haman was Mizera Amalek. Haman was of the seed of Amalek. And therefore, it is appropriate to be Mekayem al mitzvah of Zachor et asher asalecha Amalek during the Shabbat, on the Shabbat before Purim. The question is, do women, as men would, do women have to go to the Bet Knesset on Shabbat in order to hear Kriyat Parashat Zachor on this Shabbat with the Tzibur from the Sefer Torah? The Sefer HaChinuch of Rabbi Aharon HaLevi says the Sefer HaChinuch, one of the wonderful, one of the greatest farim that have ever been written, the Chinuch is a Sefer that goes through the entire Torah and it takes out each, from each parasha one of the 613 mitzvot and it elaborates on the mitzvah, it explains the mitzvah, tells us the halachot of the mitzvah, the idea behind the mitzvah. Says the Sefer HaChinuch in Parashat Ki says the Sefer HaChinuch that we have two mitzvot, one Lot Ishkah and one Zachor et Asher Asalcha Amalek. One mitzvah is for us not to forget, not to remove, not to allow our heart to forget what Amalek did to us. And we actually have to actively, not just in our heart, but in our peh, with our mouth, read and talk about what Amalek did. And that is Parashat Zachor. Says the Sefer HaChinuch, even though the Chachamim gave us a time for this mitzvah, and that time, as I mentioned, is the Shabbat before Purim. However, biblically, there is no specific Shabbat that this parasha has to be read. In fact, it doesn't need to be on a Shabbat at all, as long as at least once a year, and some say, some say even longer than once a year, but let's go with once a year, as long as at least once a year, I would read Parashat Zachor, and by doing so, I would actively have a kiri'ah that would stop me forgetting what Amalek did. I've done my biblical mitzvah. The poskim explain that if it's more than once, if it's less frequent than once a year, then that is a type of shikha. That is a type of forgetting because we know that the Chachamim say that if someone passes away, Barminan, if someone passes away, then after a year, the heart forgets forgets the person on some level. And therefore, say the poskim, that it's very, it's very understandable that the Torah should require this for a minimum of once a year. So if I read my parashat Zachor once a year or more frequently than that, I've been Mekayim the Mitzvah, but there's no particular date in the year for me to need to read parashat Zachor. If so, say the poskim, this is a mitzvah, she'en azman grama. One would think that women should have to perform this mitzvah because it's a positive mitzvah that has no time. The fact that it needs to be done once a year 
is not enough to make it be to make it considered a time-bound mitzvah. If there was a particular date in the year, then that would make it time-bound. However, seeing as there's no particular date in the year lechora, this should include nashim, it should include women, and seeing as many many poskim say that this has to be done from a sefer Torah, and some even say it should be done with ten people present. Therefore, many poskim write that the correct thing is. And the, in fact, some say the obligation is women are obligated to go to the Bet Knesset on Parashat Zachor and hear, hear the Kriah from the Shliach Tzibur, from the Sefer Torah. And this was indeed the opinion of Rabbi Nosson Adler and the Minchat Elazar, the Rov of Munkach. However, the Sefer Ahinuch himself, Rabbi Aharon Halevi, writes that women do not need to perform this mitzvah. And his reasoning is not because it's a time-bound mitzvah, as I've explained. It's not a time-bound positive mitzvah. His reasoning is because the idea of parashat zachor, the idea of hearing and reading the Torah, to remember, to recall what Amalek did to us, is to instill in our hearts a hatred for Amalek, so that one day we will fight them and we will defeat them in war. Says the Sefer HaChinuch, that's a mitzvah for men, it's not a mitzvah for women. Men are b'nei milhama. Men are expected and required to fight. Women are not required to fight. And therefore, the reading of Parashat Zachor, which is, in a, in, a, in a sense, a call to arms, which is, meant to motivate and generate that sin'ah that will be required to fight Amalek when the time comes, that's only relevant for men, it's not relevant for women. That's what the Sefer HaChinuch says. On the Sefer HaChinuch, which was written, give or take, about 800 years ago, there is a Sefer that was written more recently, 150 years ago or so, by the, called Minchat Chinuch. And the Minchat Chinuch asks a very interesting question, on the Sefer HaChinuch. He says, I don't understand. This idea that women don't fight wars is only true when it comes to Milhamet HaRashut, when it comes to a voluntary war that Klal Yisrael choose to make. Klal Yisrael, if, if they require more land and they need to go and conquer some land from an enemy or even from a neighboring country, then women would not be expected to fight. However, when it comes to a Milhamet Mitzvah, when it comes to a clear instruction from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to go and fight a particular nation like Amalek, then that's called a Milchemet Mitzvah, not a Milchemet Reshut. And a Milchemet Mitzvah, the Gemara and the Rambam teach us that everybody goes to fight. Not only someone, not even someone who is just married, even someone who, is, who has just built their house. All men need to fight and says the, the Gemara, and this is codified in the Rambam, says the Gemara and the Rambam, that even a hatan mehedro and a kala mehupata have to go and fight. Meaning, even a hatan, a newly married man, and his wife, a newly married woman, would have to leave the place that they are enjoying and celebrating their unity, they're celebrating their hatuna, they're celebrating the shivat yimeh amishteh, they're celebrating their week of becoming married, of moving in together, they would have to go from there and fight. So clearly women are required to fight a milhamet mitzvah. How on earth can the Sefer HaChinuch say that women are exempt from parashat zachor 
based on the fact, based on the fact that women should not be fighting. Women would and should and must fight. And therefore, says the Minchat Chinuch, I cannot say that you can rely on this halacha of the Sefer HaChinuch. You have to go, women have to go and hear Parashat Zachor. That is the Minchat Chinuch's idea. However, the Benish Chayin, Torah Lishma, and some other poskim actually do agree and do quote the Minchat Chinuch, sorry, the Sefer HaChinuch, I should say, the Sefer HaChinuch's exemption, where he says women do not have to go and hear Parashat Zachor. And a potential answer to explain how the Sefer HaChinuch could have said that, to sort of save the Sefer HaChinuch from this kushia, this very strong difficulty posed by, this, by the Minchat Chinuch, I'd like to tell us all the Radvaz. The Radvaz says on the Rambam, the Radvaz, Rabbi David ben Zimra from Egypt, who lived about 500 years ago, says the Radvaz that when the Rambam says that a woman should go and fight with its Melchemet Mitzvah, says the Radvaz, I can't accept that to mean it literally. Of course, a woman upon who it says, Kol Kvudabat Melech Pnima, of course, it's not Sanua and it's not the right thing to assume that a woman will go and fight, even in a Melchemet Mitzvah. Khalila says the Radvaz, do you know what the Chachamim mean when they say that even a Kala from a Chupa will go out when there's a Milchemet Mitzvah? It doesn't mean she'll go out to fight. It means that the women would go close to the front line and supply food and, and water and whatever was necessary for the soldiers of Klal Israel, Even though on a normal Milchama, women would not be required to leave their home, etc., and, and go to the front line to help the men. However, in a milchemet mitzvah, then even a kala from a chupa would be expected to go and help the war effort by going to the front line and, and helping food and water be sent to them. According to the Radbaz, we can understand that that might be very good, that in a milchemet mitzvah, a woman might need to go to the front line and help the war effort. However, they should be, it's very understandable that they are still exempt from, from hearing Parashat Amalek, seeing as practically they're not going to be the ones who are actually fighting and they don't need to generate and keep up this sin'ah to, um, for Amalek by hearing Parashat Zachom. Practically, although there are many Aharonim, as I've mentioned, who are machmir and say that women should go on Shabbat Zachom to hear Parashat Zachom, nevertheless, there are also many who rely on the Sefer HaChinuch, as I've mentioned, the Benishchai, and Rav Mazuz quotes that Rav Aaron Leib Steinman, Shalom, used to say that in Brisk, where he was brought up, um, the women did not go to did not go to shul on Shabbat Zachor. Rabbi Yaakov Hillel says the same thing that in Iraq he found out from Mishpachat Shahabani that the women did not go to hear Parashat Zachor. However, nevertheless. It is clear that it's definitely a commendable thing to do. It's definitely a good thing to do. And if a woman has a minhag that she does go and she is mahayev herself to go, she should certainly continue that. Beshat hadchak at a time where it's difficult for a woman to go to bed, she can certainly rely on the poskim who say that women are p'turot. Baruch Adonai Amen